0: Welcome to another fun, exciting week of Bucky's Pagan-Guided Adventures. This week, we are joined by Kayla Stan, and I am so happy to have her on the show. She is a practitioner of numerology, and she was actually the first person to ever do a numerology reading for me. Her reading blew my mind. Uh, It was unbelievable the amount of truths that she could pull out of just one simple name and date of birth. So, without further ado, here is Kayla Stan. Hey Kayla, thanks for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: I'm really excited to have you on the show because I've seen numerology in my life kind of take a weird way um, of kind of directioning and kind of almost like a blueprint. So I'm really happy to have you on the show to explain it a little bit more in detail because I don't really know too, too much about it.
1: Well, it is definitely my pleasure.
0: Awesome. Well, we're going to kick this off with... Uh, how did you, how did you discover numerology? How did you stumble upon it?
1: Well, I think that, uh, I was actually trying to remember how I, uh, came across it and I had a good friend back when I was doing my PhD and, uh, she was very much into tarot and numerology, angels, spirit guides, things of that nature. And uh, during our coffee breaks, avoiding our doctoral thesis work, uh, we would chat about various different things. And I think that she was the one who introduced me to it and introduced me to kind of the nuts and bolts of it. And then um, I started learning a little bit more about it. And then I ran into a psychic who did essentially a combination uh, of the of, of numerology, astrology, uh, palmistry, and tarot, and that. Reignited my interest in in numerology as a whole.
0: That's quite wonderful. That's a really cool story. So,
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> when that uh, when you started like stumbling upon numerology and you were kind of curious of how it was going, did you did you dig into any of the the history or any of the past of it? Uh, like, what what did you what did you discover when you started looking into it?
1: Uh, so I, I dug into it a little bit, um, and one of the things that I found very interesting is that different areas actually have different branches. So the method that I typically use it and I typically come across is uh, the Pythagorean method. Um, so that's based on the mathematician Pythagoras. Uh, but they also have ones that are based on sound. Uh, so they work a little bit differently where if you have, you know, how some people have um, their the, the, not their regular name, but like a nickname almost, uh, you would do it off of, based off of those and based off of sounds. Um, and then there's other ones, uh, I believe the, the Chinese have almost like a, a matrix method. And so different systems of writing and different systems of sounds have different ways to go about uh, this idea of attaching numbers to names and how they impact um, our lives. Uh, our personalities, our souls, uh, where we're supposed to go, and things of that nature. So uh, it really depends on what your history is and what what branch you're looking at. Uh, but that was kind of one of the things that I found very interesting was that there there are a plethora out there, depending on these different systems.
0: Well, that sounds really kind of cool. What which uh, system do you
1: use the most, or at all? So I use <laughs> so I use the uh, Pythagorean one. Uh, so. That is based on, English. it's very good for English names. Uh, it has uh, all the letters in the English alphabet that have the, the numbers uh, ascribed to them. So that's the one that I typically use. Um, and so it's, uh, you, you look at full names, date of birth, things like that.
0: So just because I'm kind of curious, so do you think it kind of links better uh, with your work because of it being Greek? Like, I mean, we have a lot of Greek characters and Greek letters in our language. I mean, I'm wondering if that's kind of where it links. Do you think it's more of a cultural thing or is it more of just a uh, whatever works for you thing?
1: Uh, I would, so what I think is that it likely has to do with the linguistics. So if you, if you look at different languages, um, some languages have certain sounds and uh, have certain ways of speaking, whereas other languages don't. And so depending on how, how you speak and how, uh, what sounds you can make, because it's based off of the idea that different sounds, um, and, and uh, yeah, that different sounds essentially have different frequencies. Frequency can be attached to a number, and so based on those, so I think it has to do with the linguistics of it. So um, there are a variety of ways that, let's say, Chinese people speak. They have different tones. They have different, an entirely different writing system. They have just different ways of going about things that in English we don't have. And just like in English, there's the old adage that for people who are learning English, the, the tree free three uh, is T can be very difficult because there's a a set of sounds that are attached to that. So uh, I would say that it has to do with the linguistics and the writing system, it would be the, but predominantly the linguistics.
0: So it's kind of, yeah. so just for clarification, it's kind of a, it takes the words of the language and reduces it to the frequency almost. Is that kind of what I'm picking up?
1: Yeah, yeah basically
0: yeah, that's the idea of it okay yeah I was very curious about that because I was a little bit it made kind of sense for me and it does totally make <laughs> sense that everything like if I if, if we kind of look at it I'm finding that everything's broken down to frequency is one of the most fascinating aspects so I, I think that that's kind of neat I never thought about numerology in that way so that yeah, being th- it's,
1: it, it, yeah it, it's uh like if you say um ah it sounds very different than if you have an S sound, right? That's sound So they have different um different qualities in terms of uh in terms of sound and how a letter would sound and so in combining those the idea is that there are different frequencies attached to it.
0: Well that's cool. This is also a really cool rabbit hole because now we're talking about frequency when it comes to, to words. Um Yay, but, uh, energy <laughs> and energy. Um so just out of curiosity uh, can you Break it down how it all works. Like if if give me the 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 kind of one hundred level course numerology. Nicole's
1: notes.
0: Nicole's, the, note. the,
1: Nicole's <laughs> notes. Nicole's sure. notes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So in the system that I use, and, and again there are different systems, so uh, different systems might have different ways of doing things. But in the system I use, every letter is uh, attached a number. So you start with A, which is a one. And then you go B, which is two, C, da, 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 all the way down to Z, or Z if you're American. Um, And so you have each letter is ascribed a number. And then numbers also have numbers, right? So a one is a one, a two is a two. And so it has a system where you go one through nine, and then once you hit nine, as soon as you hit double digits, you go back to one. So 10 would be one, 11 would be one plus one is two, right? So it, it reduces down, it's like one of those math problems where you reduce everything down to one in an additive way. Um, oh. so, does that make sense?
0: It does. So, so like if I had like um, a three letter word and the first letter was nine, first letter was a nine, second letter was like a two, and the third letter was like a one, it would be like an 11, but it would be an 11, two. Is that what you, what you mean?
1: Technically it would be 12, because nine plus two plus one is 12. And so then that would be, so that would reduce down to uh, 12, right? And then you would go one plus two. So that would be a three.
0: And this is why I don't do numerology because mathematics, mathematics, uh, max mathematics in grade 11 was the best three years of my life. Um, (laughs) I can barely do my taxes. In fact, I do my taxes by going to somebody who knows how to count. (laughs) So what you're saying is you can count on me to do a podcast, but you can't count on me to count.
1: (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the, the, the the numbers are tricky. Numbers are tricky. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes, they so, can. Yeah. So once you
0: reduce it down to like the, the base number, then what, then what do you do?
1: So then, um, so then, each number has something ascribed to it. So uh, or a particular set of traits, or a particular characteristic, a particular energy, uh, or frequency, if you will um so one let's say is considered the ultimate masculine number so it has uh, it's very independent it's like a forge your own path i'm going to i am an island onto myself and i'm just going to go i'm going to do the things that i want and it's it's a very uh centered um and it's a very uh independent number uh choose would be little bit different so twos are considered the ultimate feminine number and so they're all about being in touch with your emotions uh about empathy and empathic abilities about intuition they're the um empress card they're all about the the nurturing right so if you want to ascribe it back to tarot or something like that you could have the one that's the emperor the two would be the the empress card okay so so it's kind of right
0: yeah that's correct it's it's kind of like um Well, I guess, kind of, I I guess it would be more like one would be the magician and two would be uh, the high priestess, I I believe, because it would be one's the master of fire energy, the other one's the master of all intuitive energy, one's forge forward, be creative, independent, go-getter kind of thing, and then the other one would be kind of like the internal reflection of kind of like uh, intuitive nurturing, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense.
1: Sure. Sure, well, whichever one you want to ascribe it to works, but that, that's the idea. Is so that there, there's this kind of, there, there's different aspects that are attached to these different numbers.
0: Mm, gotcha, cool, cool. Yeah, awesome. so
1: then when it comes down to it, uh, m- the main way that numerology is typically done or applied is that you get someone's full name, birth certificate name, um, and then you also get their birth date so their full name has a set of letters attached to it each of those letters has numbers and then they can be reduced down into different aspects so if you use all of the letters of a name then that is going to be uh what's called a destiny number these are called different things depending on who you talk to uh this is just what i've come to call them so destiny number and so this destiny number is essentially the strengths that you bring in this life so this is, um, what are you good at? Uh, what 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 are the strong points of your character? And then you have another number that you can drive down if you just use the vowels of, of the name. And so if you just use the vowel, that's going to be looking at the soul number or uh, the heart's desire number, it's also called sometimes. And so these are, who are you on the inside? What is, What is your soul? What does your soul crave? And then the last one, just using the consonants is going to be uh, the personality number. And so this is how do other people see you, right? So you can have, you can have people see you as one thing, or you can have, uh, and that might not be necessarily who you are on the inside. Some people give off this very vivacious, um, very bright sort of energy that everyone's like, oh, they're super energetic and outgoing but deep down on the inside, they want to be sitting alone with their book and learning and doing things like that. So you have these um, different aspects of the self that can kind of be teased out based on these numbers. And then the, the, the last one that's typically done as one of the major numbers in, in, in someone's personality, um, well, not personality, uh, but in their life, is uh, the life path, and that's done through the birthday. And so if you reduce down the birthday, then this is going to give you, as you move forward in your life, where are you ultimately going to get, be going towards? Now, sometimes people find this earlier and they start heading on that early. Some people find this a little bit later. So you might see someone who is, you know, a CEO, but their life path is all about creativity and, uh and and doing things that are very creative and so it might be that their vocation or what they work towards later uh is this is this three is this creativity is this aspect of themselves so those are kind of the 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 four biggies as it were
0: that's actually kind of cool so um when you break it down into these so like if if you have a client you just i'm assuming you would give them like a write-up or would you just explain to them what each you know what their life path is so because it sounds to me like it's a lot of akashic work almost um because it sounds like you're you're kind of uh just looking at it briefly you're you're kind of taking a look at their their destiny number you you're you've already because everyone has already created their life before they entered into the world It it's almost looks like you're giving them the ingredients for what their life will be based on their numbers so it I sounds like
1: that's, that's, i suppose that's one way you can look at it it's uh it's it's a bit of, I would say that it's kind of like opening a doorway into who they are more so. Um, because most of these things, destiny number, soul number, and personality number, are things that they should, that, 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 that should already be part and parcel. They're major parts of their personality, so this should be something that they can see and recognize, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I can remember when, when you took me for my first numerology reading. Actually, did a numerology reading before you took me to a psychic for a numerology reading because you are also a psychic who does numerology. Um, you scared the living crap out of me how accurate everything was with with, these, um, with the numbers. So it's it is very much like you know that you know you, like you know that it's true, but it's a lot more in depth and complex than that is kind of very what I'm, much
1: so. Yeah, I mean, so this is the thing, is that each person, um, so a set of numbers is unique and they interact together. So recently, so there's only, there is only one way that you can get your personal number, soul number, and destiny number to all be the same. And that's with a set of nines. And so recently I had two different, I did numbers for two different people one had a full set of nines. So they had their destiny number, soul number, personality number, and life path all as nines. And the other one had soul number, destiny number, personality number as nine, and then their life path as an eight. That interaction looks very different, right? So, or if you have someone who has, you know, a, a three destiny number and an eight life path, that interaction might look a little bit different than someone who has an eight destiny number and a three life path, right? It's it, the, the, the combination numbers interact with each other. And so part and parcel of that interaction is going to be, you know, what, how does this translate? Does this translate in a way that's going to be easy for them? Or is this going to translate in a way that might have a bit of conflict with within someone, right? So, it's not, so sometimes numbers can conflict with each other.
0: So that being said, like can you can you compare numbers between individuals? Like let's say I was to date some lady and all of a sudden I get her like first and last and date of birth and you know, uh and I was to give it to somebody. Could they could you find out if we'd be compatible? Like is there any sort of numerological code between that?
1: Yeah, there there are. So there's a couple of different ways that you can go about doing that. Uh so first off, uh the first thing I always like to do is that so first numbers have a bit of impact on personalities as well typically speaking if you go through your friends list of your close friends you'll notice common trends about what numbers show up in the first letter of a name so a lot of people know a lot of asj names a lot of people might know a lot of dmv names or they might know a lot of uh, bkt names things like that there's like consistency between the people that you have a tendency of interacting with just on, on a base level so if if you're ever interested go through your your friends list and count up the number of names you'll probably know you'll, you'll probably notice a trend you're like man i didn't know that i know that, that i was friends with so many people who had s uh, sja names which are all ones Jeez, um, i don't know
0: why i keep having horrible relationships with stacy's why is why is <laughs> that? damn you Stacy! Why,
1: why is that uh yeah so so on a base level there's that on a secondary level, there's also different interactions between numbers uh, as well. So you can take a look at the birthdays, um, and you can, you can add up the birthdays essentially and see what you get off of it. And this is gonna give kind of a, a, a potentially an interesting idea of what kind of relationship it's going to be. Um, so you know, if I have a, um, a life path of a five, and you have a life path of a four, our birthdays will add up in a particular way, and it might end up with a nine. So the, there's going to be a lot of altruism, altruism, and helping each other. But you can also look at that in terms of complementary number sets, right? So if I have the destiny number, soul number, personality number of one, and I have and life path, and I have that same set for the secondary person, I can kind of look at them and be like, okay, are we complementary? So maybe your life path matches my soul number. Well, that's pretty good. That that means that. You're working towards something that I already inherently am. Well, that 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 might that might work really nicely, or maybe uh, it matches up with my strengths, my destiny number, or maybe we have uh, different sets of numbers, but they're very complementary sets, right? So maybe uh, my numbers are all about duty, independence, um, and 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 go with the flow and you have a little bit more on the structure and knowledge and emotional, right? So you might end up with, with, with balanced sets, right? So sometimes not, not necessarily the same, but things that are complementary. And so you can kind of take a look at those different sets and be like, okay, well, you know, are we diametrically opposed, right? If I if I have someone who's the the major extrovert who is interested in material gain and power and independence so that I have someone who's very much about community family and, uh, and altruism uh, maybe that's it's not gonna that's, work <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe yeah. that maybe that's a, a a little bit less compatible in terms of what our fundamental views are right so, or in terms of what our fundamental personality is
0: so it seems like like with numerology we can tell we can learn a lot about Uh, ourselves, we can learn about uh, our destiny and our strengths and uh, all those sorts of things. And we can also see how we relate with each other. Is there any, like, I I know that we've had conversations before where we've talked about numbers having houses and having energies. Um, Can you, like, explain that a little bit? Like, how does numerology apply to objects?
1: For sure. Uh, So, (laughs) how does numerology apply to objects? Uh, Well, I have a really good story about a car. So license plates, you have letters and numbers, you can reduce this down into a numerological number. So my vehicle, so I have the same license plate from when I was 18 up until probably about three years ago. And anyone who knows me knows that I have the worst luck with vehicles. Any vehicle I touch, it'll break down. I have been broken down on the side of highway two more times than I can count. (laughs) Well, as, as luck would have it, my license plate Reduced down to a sixteen-seven. Now, some numbers uh, are what are called malefic. and that means that they have a very negative aspect attached to them, or a little bit of extra challenge, if you, if you will. And sixteen-sevens, when ascribed to an object, typically mean that there are hidden problems. <laughs> so, my vehicles, on the surface, all looked fine, and there was perpetually hidden problems with them. Um, I also have a tendency of getting houses with said with, with, that have 167 uh, as a number, uh, as well. Usually, very very nice, uh, solitary, good places for learning. Always have plumbing issues. Always have electrical <laughs> issues. So yeah, you can So I, I typically like to do, uh, if I'm in an apartment, the apartment number. Uh, if I'm in a house, the house number, uh, the things like license plates, even phone numbers. Uh, if you take out, if you just like take out the seven digit phone number, uh, you can oftentimes see what a lot of people use their phones for. So if you have someone who uh, likes to call a lot, or if you have someone who will never pick up a phone call, those, those, you might be able to, the the interaction with a phone, uh, can sometimes be, uh, be, be done as well. Well, so, you know so in terms of, <laughs> in terms of, uh, in terms of objects, those are some, some, that I, I typically like to
0: do. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna ask you to do something, and you can totally tell me not to if you want to, but I'm going to What's send that? you a message right now via Facebook with my phone number because I don't want anybody out there knowing my phone number. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, all
1: right. All
0: right. Or I'll get, I'll get spam, 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 mail, and I'm gonna send it to you. It should be popping up Yeah, there that, in that would be good. And then I want you to reduce that down to a number. Let me know when you get it. i uh, The stopwatch is running. I uh,
1: just want to make sure I, I have it right.
0: We are playing the waiting game. That's okay. Uh, while no, it, I got it. I
1: got it. All right. Actually, All, right. It. Just <laughs> All right. So you are going to use this phone a lot and this phone number a lot to uh is it your independence so this is a one phone number so you're probably going to use it a lot for business uh you're probably going to use it a fair amount um to do things that are not necessarily uh relational like in terms of like the relationship you're going to do this more to uh, gain independence, gain things like financial stability to go, uh, to go on your own, um, and to kind of do it yourself. So I'm going to say that this is going to be used a lot for work. Hmm.
0: Well, would you look at that so far? So far pretty accurate. I think, you know, um, yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate actually. Well,
1: so, there you go.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually that is quite accurate. Shockingly. Um, <laughs> that being, that being said, um, how much, you
1: yeah,
0: it did. That was, well, no, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> thinking about it. Then I was like, Oh wow, that's actually quite, that's scary. Um, <laughs> so that being said, how accurate is it in other ways? Like I've, obviously you're, you're relying on other people to tell you, but like in that, your personal experience, what have you, what have you encountered?
1: Um, so I mean, there's different things that, 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 you can kind of do with it and to see how accurate it is. Um, so, in terms of the base numbers that I've done for other people, most people say that that is kind of really accurate or scary accurate. Uh, I mean, as you said, I did yours and threw your head for a bit of a loop. That kind of seems to be the general gist of things. Um, in my own personality, um, you know, there is a lot of truth to what uh, pops out in my own numbers. So, I have uh sevens and i have nines and then i have a life path of an 11-2 um so very much on the knowledge based side of things very much on um you know a bit more of the hermitdom a bit more of the introvert um with a cool sword soul desire of trying to help people and wanting to help people and being very community and altruistically oriented uh so a lot of those things um are are very accurate and then my life path is about becoming um you know a healer and a teacher uh, that's what the that's what the 112 is so in my own experience for my own personal thing uh in the major numbers it's very accurate um i also have a tendency of doing things like numbers uh in years so where am i in a nine-year cycle so if anyone's interested in how their life pans out, and they're curious about when when, when different things happen, typically speaking, they're going to happen in nine-year cycles. So you'll start something in year one, and then it'll end in the following year nine, or 18, or 27. Hmm. And so, um, you know, if, if you take a look at those, if you're living within universal energy, there's certain energies that crop up in your own personal years, uh, in your own personal year one, let's say. And so that's a good year to start things and then two you can nurture it three um you know you come at it from a different angle or a creative way to solve problems before you lay down the validation and on and on we go um and so if you're living within those cycles uh even unintentionally so let's say you've never been introduced to numerology but just in general you have a tendency of living within universal energy you'll notice these cycles crop up in your life where you'll have um uh, you know everything everything changing all at once if you have a one or two year period that changes all at once typically speaking that's probably going to be somewhere in the year 9-1 and it's probably going to be like a one two year period it's going to be major change and you'll probably have one of those every nine years more or less so so that 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 can also play into things as well
0: so like i mean if someone was to do like a whole makeup like the whole shebang their phone number their home their Soul number, destiny number, life path number, karmatic numbers—all that kind of jazz. Like, how how much work could you actually put together to give somebody a complete numerological overlook or makeover of their life? Probably a long time. Uh, hey?
1: Yeah, most certainly. I mean, so on the base level, you have the four major ones, but then you can start looking at those life cycles, uh, and then you can also take a look at even uh, on a more base level. So um there's different ways that you can interact certain uh numbers in your birthday where you can come up with essentially life stages so you know in your first stage and then at that point what are you going to be focused on so are you someone who's going to be very altruistic when they're young and then you're going to transition into a period where you need to learn a bit more of independence uh, you can also look at things that you know might be um, minor personality traits that are a bit of a struggle, right? So if you're missing certain numbers from your name, um, like I'm missing eights. So if, when I'm missing an eight, oftentimes those people struggle with power, particularly lack of power. So something like not being able to say no to anything. Um, and so learning how to, how to cope and deal with those things, how do you work within your natural cycles? Um, and what are good things to do in, in a year? You can even do things like, what are your red letter years? So if I if I break down all of the names, I can tell you probably what years are going to be real memorable for you. So, (laughs) do you remember that thing that happened when you were 14 years old? Yep, you're probably going to remember it for the rest of your life. And you know, this is going to be a red letter year. Uh, Red letter year, not necessarily being good or bad, but memorable in that regard. You know, Um, to compatibility, and you know, there there's depending on how deep you want to go into the numerological radical, there's a lot that can be derived out of these numbers. Um, that's, there's- that's
0: so fascinating. Like I didn't, I mean, sorry to interrupt there, but I mean, no, it's it's just it just blows my mind. I, I mean, even before this interview, I knew the numerology had a good scope. I've asked you to do numerology on a number of different things for me, but um, it's, I didn't realize how, how you could probably sit there like if for one solid day and just hammer numbers out on everything from everything and establish patterns. That'd be very fascinating.
1: Yeah,
0: that, oh, you're you're breaking out. Can yeah, you say you again? Really
1: can. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean you really can. That's the thing, is that it the the rabbit hole is as far as you want to go down, right? So it's uh everything everything can be derived down to numbers from um architecture to wind patterns uh to human names so um it's one of those things that there's a bit of a a map or a blueprint that were given at birth that can uh well i mean there's two of them if you're interested in palmistry that's that's a that's another one um but there's different blueprints that can help us um get more in touch with our our strengths some things we need to work on and where we need to go in this life and uh, those are all good things to look into.
0: That's a, this is actually a really fascinating divination tool so I know that you've kind of been um, in a process of just retooling this this uh this side of of your of the things that you offer um right now you're you're kind of Put up your shop a little bit with me. Like people can get numerology by you through coming through me. Um, Mind if I
1: senselessly
0: senselessly plug myself? Shameless plug, yes.
1: Shameless plug away.
0: All right. So, yes, if you would like to get some numerology from our good friend, Kayla, uh, you can check me out on Facebook um, at sign tarot with a capital T by with a capital B Bucky, or you can look up Bucky's Tarot on Facebook. Um, And I'm pretty sure we're going to have you back on with some exciting news when we start uh, seeing where you're going to launch um, things. I've got some good mojo feelings that you're going to start doing some pretty wild stuff. So thank you very much for taking the time to come and check us out and talk to us today.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Oh, pleasure's all ours. (laughs) Have a wonderful day, okay?
1: You too, and we'll
0: chat soon. You bet. Bye. All right, bye. And that concludes our podcast for the day. I'd like to send a special thank you out to Kayla Stan for joining us on the show. Um, She is a divinator of numerology out of Edmonton, Alberta, and you can reach her directly at my site. Um, If you go on Facebook, you can type in at sign sign. Tarot with capital T by with a capital B and Bucky with a capital B shoot a message to that group and uh, we'll get her to do your numbers thank you very much for joining us this week and
1: have a great week